Welcome to the New Hope Youth Group Podcast. On this show, current and former students share truth and what God is doing in their lives. Now here's your host, Tyler Smith. All right, we've got Angela on the show this week. Angela is the children's pastor at New Hope, but she also gets to go on youth group trips with us and has a heart for all ages, right? Yes, absolutely. And I, I heard you love scary movies. You like when I scare you in the hallways. and I hate scary movies <laughs> and I hate being scared, but I love scaring people. So I feel like it's, you know, you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. My, how the turntables. <laughs> <laughs> so you're originally from Oklahoma. So Sooner football, lots of tornadoes. What else is big for Oklahoma compared to here? Bison. Y'all don't have bison up here. Uh, that's a big thing in Oklahoma. Everywhere you go in Oklahoma, you'll see pictures of buffalo and bison. Bison burgers? Bison burgers. They're yeah. huge. We eat those more than cow burgers. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, all kidding aside, we are we are diving into a very important topic today. Um, this is something that I, I believe impacts everybody, whether it's directly or it's you know people that are in your life, for sure. Um, I think it would hit everybody listening to this. Um, but we're going to discuss anxiety, um, mental illness, mental health when it comes to, you know, being a Christian. You know, sometimes people like to, um, whether they're, again, um, doing that on purpose or not, they they think that, it, you know, you can't be this if you're this or, you know, they there's a lot of uh, stigmas. Is that the right word? Yes. When it comes to it. So what's your experience as far as, you know, growing up and in the church and even today with it? Well, um, I can say that like my experience now as an adult is so much different. I've struggled with severe anxiety all my life, which I didn't learn until I was in my mid twenties. I knew that I always had like stress triggers and I would get freaked out and have breakdowns. Um, but I was always told like, you know, good Christians don't have those issues, pray harder, spend more time in your Bible. Um, and, or a big one for me, you're just being dramatic, which like, yes, I can be dramatic. There's no doubt about that. Um, but it was very frustrating growing up in an environment where I was told that my feelings weren't real. I just needed to pray harder or read more scripture. And when I got into my mid twenties, I met, um, some really great people who talked to me about anxiety and mental health kind of in the past 10 years has really come to the forefront of society where we're talking about it more. There's not as much of a backlash when you talk about having anxiety and stuff. And so I was able to get connected with some really great books and meet some really great people and start talking about um, my mental health experience in the church and what a struggle it was then versus now where I'm very open and honest about the fact that I struggle with it. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned books. There's, there's so many good ones that have come out and I love, as you said, it's, in many places it's, it's shifted into, you know, more openness. There's more Christians talking about how it's completely normal and okay. And you are, you know, not alone. Um, if you struggle with any of that stuff. And, uh, I just started reading one by Louis Giglio, um, which is called don't give the enemy a seat at your table. So that deals with trying to control your, your thoughts and understanding there's a spiritual element to it. You know, there's powers of darkness are trying to get into our mind, our thoughts, it's been really good so far. There's another one, Craig Grishel, uh, Winning the War on Your Mind. Yeah, um, that's a good one. I want to share a quote from that. He said that our lives are always moving in the direction of our strongest thoughts. Who you are today is a result of your thoughts in the past. Who you become in the future will reflect what you think about today. It's time to change your thinking so God can change your life. So again, 
talking about that idea of um, the role that we can play and the role we can help others and take, you know, getting control of your thoughts. And I know you mentioned one by Jenny. Yeah, Jenny Allen. Uh, it's my favorite book to recommend to people, uh, especially young women who are struggling with mental illness. It's called um, Getting Out of Your Head, Stopping the Toxic Thought Spiral. And it, again, it's all about capturing your thoughts. Uh, what I love about her book is opening right up. She makes it very clear that some people have a chemical imbalance in their brain and they need to seek professional help. She's not trying to downgrade or shut down the whole mental illness thing. She just wants to give people tools to understand that the enemy does attack us. And especially if you have a tendency to have those thoughts creep in, he's going to latch onto those and drag you down. And one of my favorite quotes she says is, the lies we believe about ourselves are the lies we believe about God. And that was really powerful for me, especially like as a young girl, I believed a lot of those lies, like you're not good enough, you're not loved. And to like have the realization that sometimes I feel that way about God, that I don't feel him, his presence enough, or I don't feel loved by him. And those are like, Thoughts that Satan likes to take a hold of and make you believe those lies about God. Yeah, yeah, that is good stuff. I think it's in the in the Psalms it talks about taking. Well, there's actually a couple of places. Um, there's a place that Paul talks about it, and there's a Psalm that kind of alludes to it as well about taking our thoughts captive, um, and which goes right with some of these books and some of their messages. But when you really try to think about that and break that down, what do you think that means to just? take every thought captive, you know, or you can even reference Romans 12 too, you know, the transforming of your mind, you know, so scripture is all over those things from thousands of years ago, even to today and how important it is. But what comes to your mind when you hear like, take every thought captive? Um, just like what you're putting into your system is always the first thing that pops up. Cause I know for a lot of people, when it comes to mental illness, there are things that trigger you down a path of toxic thoughts. And when you're putting that stuff in front of you, you're welcoming those thoughts into your brain. It's all about, you know, what are you spending time on? Where are your priorities? What are you watching? What are you listening to? If you're allowing things into your life and into your mind that you know is going to send you down a toxic thought spiral, you're not taking your thoughts captive. Yeah, I mentioned the guy who ran all those uh, triathlon or, you know, Ironman triathlon type deals. And he said that the trick was learning how to talk to himself instead of listen to himself. Mm -hmm. And that was always impactful for me to think about um, really anything in life. If you're thinking about, you know, reading scripture, but also thinking to yourself, the positive side of it. And, you know, I'm called to do this. I am worthy. God loves me, that kind of stuff, as opposed to you can't do it. And it's a whole different ball game, but I think that's also part of taking every thought captive. And I mentioned Romans 12 too. Um, we've mentioned many times transformation is so much different and greater than information. Whereas a lot of people are just thinking about get a bunch of information, you know, listen to sermons and stuff for that info or listen to self-help type things, information. But if it doesn't change you and if you don't, you know, kind of change what you're doing, change your patterns, your rhythms and those kind of things, then you can still fall right back into, um, some of the, the, you know, the ways that powers of darkness wants you to fall into where you're not thinking very good thoughts about yourself. But, um, you know, obviously reminded too of when Jesus himself was tempted, you know, his response was always, it is written. And I think it was, uh, John Mark Comer recently on a podcast. Um, he also has a new book coming out that have not read yet, but he was talking about 
when we think of spiritual warfare, we often think of good and evil, and we think of just this like big war that's about to take place where the the two sides are pretty similar, but you know, it's good versus evil on this big battlefield. He said, more times than not, if you look at scripture, it's still more just the thoughts, like Satan wants to get into your thoughts and, you know, pull Jesus aside and say, well, what about this? What about, you know, and that is more times than not the spiritual warfare that we have to deal with. And um, wonderful reminder that Jesus would respond with, it is written, it is written. So he was very well aware of the importance of getting into God's word. So encourage people not as a, this will fix all your problems, but a encouragement um, to get into the word, you know, giving you life, preparing you for the day, for evil schemes, for heart for ministry, reminding you. That's always my go-to when I have um, a teenager or someone reach out to me telling me they're struggling. Um, I know for me being through counseling and stuff, my counselor always said, when you're getting anxious or you're dealing with those thoughts, put yourself into something that brings you joy. And for me, that would be scripture or Christian music, a, a podcast that I love. I have a lot of really great uh, podcasts that I like to listen to. And so that's always my first response when someone texts me or calls me and they need help because they're feeling anxious. I always say, you know, read the Bible, read the scripture, take some time to just focus on yourself and Jesus and really have a conversation with him. It's not going to, you know, make it go away instantly. You're still going to struggle, but it's going to put your mind back in that place to kind of help you push out those dark thoughts. Yeah. How many times, you know, having a bad day, you get in the car, Christian music comes on and you're just like, it's disarming or, mm-hmm. or yeah, it's just like a, a different feeling overall. And even if you're like, I, I just want to be mad right now, but then you're just like, you're calmer and you're just, you know, yeah. more reflective. There's always that one song, my song that's been pre- like that song for me these um, past few months is Good God Almighty. There have been quite a few days I've gotten into my car frustrated and then that song comes across my playlist and it's just instantly like, all right, I can't be mad when I'm listening to this song. I can't be upset or anxious. And it's just, it can help wash away things and get you back in a better mindset. Yeah. Yep. Mindset is everything. Um, sometimes it's, it's kind of interesting, but we don't think about enough. You know, what is it? The Sandlot line. If you were thinking, you wouldn't have thought that. <laughs> like we don't think enough about how our thoughts change everything. Like everything starts there. And it's just, we've got to take hold of it. Um, we've got to learn where our confidence should come from, where identity comes from. And understand that even when we do screw up because we're human, there's a God who loves us. And I think for me, I'll, I'll get your thoughts on kind of final notes. You know, I know it's a short podcast. We could talk forever about the topic. But for me, just letting people know out there that if you struggle with any of it, you're not alone. Um, you're actually probably in the majority. Um, and some people try to hide it, but you're probably in the majority. There's just a lot of negative thoughts and things that happen that we have to deal with in this day and age. And Surround yourself with people who will elevate you, encourage you. And again, as we've said, scripture and Christian music and whatever works for you to um, help you take your thoughts captive. Yeah, that's definitely um, my thought, too, is surround yourself with great people. Find people that you can reach out to when you're having a bad day. They may not even know your struggles of mental illness, but, you know, people who love you, who want to lift you up and pray for you. Find people that you can say like, Hey, I'm getting anxious. Can you pray for me right now? Find people that are just going to build you up and know that like 
everybody in the church is broken. It does not matter whether it's mental illness or different issues. Everybody's broken and it is okay to have mental illness. It is okay to struggle with anxiety, but like, don't let it control your life. Find people to help build you up and find time for you and Jesus. Uh, I love in scripture, anytime it talks about how Jesus went off alone to talk to God, that's one of my favorite things. Because for me, when I'm in the middle of an anxiety attack, I will normally text one of my really good friends and have them pray for me. And then I will find a place to be alone and just spend time with God. So I think it's important to find like your routine, what's gonna help you take your thoughts captive and just find people that you can lean on and know that it is okay to be broken. Really good thoughts. Um, do us a favor if you're listening to this all the way to the end here, uh, share it with somebody. Um, it's such an important topic, um, whether it's a text or social media, just try to get this out there to someone who you, you may think could be encouraged by it. And uh, we are approaching a thousand uh, views on the show. So that's a cool milestone coming up. Um, but Angela, thank you so much for joining us and try not to watch too much Friday the 13th the rest of the day. I'll try not to. <laughs>